If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Okay, so you and your SO are going to go and try to get information out of someone that you need to get information out of. So you go talk to them at like this club that they work at. And uh, you're, you're talking, you're not getting the information you want, uh, but the, the girl that he's with is like, hey, come with me and I'll, I'll get you the information. So you go and you, and you follow her and she's like, I'll, I'll give you the information, but only if your SO kisses me. And makes me love it. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out over real love and fake relationships. I'm Patrick. And I'm Colin. And it's just Tuesdays today. It's another Tuesdays. It's another Tuesdays. Um, so Colin, what do you do in this scenario? I mean, that's tough because my first question is why is she asking me? What, so she's not asking you. She's asking your oh, SO. We both went to the other you're, room. You you're both in the other room and uh the um this uh the the woman is like your SO is talking to your SO and saying mm-hmm. like I'll give you the information you need, but you have to kiss me and you have to kiss me. Uh, and make me believe that I'm Colin. Okay. <laughs> and I you're mean, there. You're standing like right behind and like they both know you're there. I mean, I it does not affect me whatsoever. No. If, no. If the SO is comfortable with it, I you know, I'll I'll judge based on their reaction. Um if we if mm-hmm. they want a timeout or we can touch base and talk about it, I'm happy uh to do that. Right. To be but, like, look, if this makes you uncomfortable then we'll find another we'll way find another way that's totally fine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um if you're into it then 
you know, it has nothing to do with me. That's fine. I, it does bother me whatsoever. Yeah, it uh, it do, it wouldn't bother me whatsoever either. Because especially if you're like, um, like on a mission and sure. it's information you need. Oh yeah, and absolutely. it's just like someone pretending. Okay, like if that this person goes in for the kiss. So here, here's what happens. Okay. They, go, they go in for the kiss. Is this Matrix Reloaded? This is Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Just making sure. <laughs> Look, the Matrix movies are all up on Netflix right now. I was talking about um, the Enter the Matrix video game with uh-huh. Mark um, earlier this week. And so I've just got like Matrix on the brain. So <laughs> I was watching Reloaded. And yeah, the Merovingian's wife, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she is. She's a, she's a program. She's so a program, it's, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, I feel like. Most of the... Uh, most of the characters they interact with in that movie are just like weird programs. They're in the Matrix for at least most of the memorable parts of the movie. There's the, yeah, the Reloaded has the rave. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it has the Neo Trinity plugged um, lovemaking. Yep, I remember it totally those does. parts. Mm-hmm. As as far as like outside of the, it also has uh, the part in the movie where Link, played by Harold Perrineau, comes home. Uh, and starts to say to his wife, where's my pussy at? <laughs> um, and then is embarrassed because his wife's friend is there. But it's also like... You should be embarrassed, even if it's just yeah, the two of you. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? <laughs> what? I mean, what do you do? <laughs> okay, so your SO comes home. You've been hanging out with your friends. Walks in and just goes, where's my pussy at? It's weird. I mean, that would be funny as hell. I, in my case, I would point to my SO's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's right pretty there. straightforward answer. There. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but back to the the informational yeah. kiss thing. I mean, it's so ne- Neo goes in for the kiss, right? And uh, doesn't convince her at mm-hmm. first, uh, and then uh, like Trinity's like, "Do it, Neo!" Like, <laughs> and then and then he does. <laughs> and the camera keeps like cutting over to Trinity, like she's supposed to have a problem with it, and uh-huh. she's just like stone faced, which is how like that's, that's that's just the character. That's who the, yeah, that's who she is. That's what makes her great. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I, I, it, she seems fine with it too. Yeah, like the movie wants you to think she's not. It seems like, especially for the time, like um, obviously right now, consensual non monogamy is having a pop culture moment. Absolutely. You know, it is like out there and more mainstream, I think, than it's been probably since like the 60s. Yeah. Um, so, you know, far out, man. But <laughs> at the time, you would think the obvious narrative is that's going to then like drive a wedge uh, between them or at least like temporarily, you know, put her in an uncomfortable position. But it doesn't really do that. But I think that's not really a choice of the movie. I think that's more of like, a lot of the movie doesn't track. Uh, sure, that like some of the thematic beats don't really like line up in meaningful ways. Yes, yeah, yeah. it is really weird because like the movie starts with uh, we see Trinity like die in one of Neo's visions, mm-hmm. and like we sort of have the information with us the whole time that like Trinity is there a because she's a badass, but b because the Oracle told her that she would love the one. Mm-hmm. So like we know that like they're. They can't wait till you know when they get back from the Nebuchadnezzar. They can't wait to like fuck in Zion, um, but like then that's there's no real like conflict regarding like there's no will they or won't they, right? It's right. always just they are. Mm-hmm. 
don't know. It's it's very strange. I don't know what the beat. I don't know what the point of that moment is. I, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough movie to be honest. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, if my SO is cool with it, that's great. Let's get the information. What was the information in the movie? I'm trying so hard. I know I'm like yeah. kind of disjointed, but it's mostly because I'm trying to remember like fucking 17 years ago when I last saw that movie. <laughs> so they're trying to find the key maker. Right. So Will that Farrell. Red, no, 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 um yeah and they know where the key <laughs> they know where the key maker is and so okay gotcha right, so, so he that, kisses her good do. and they find the key maker right and that's it yeah and he, he fights some things that were like werewolves or something well i ship it i guess <laughs> here's the thing I, I'm, <laughs> as as i'm watching it at home just like between things mm-hmm. uh, and like turning it off when i'm like eh, i'm bored now um mm-hmm. i'm kind of enjoying it so I love that you're watching The Matrix Reloaded mm-hmm. and 35 minute intervals like you're um, watching it in a high school class. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> when the bell rings, <laughs> you can pause it right, and our, pick our, it up the next day. <laughs> our normal teacher is out all week because she had a kid or something. <laughs> Colin, I don't know how we transition out of this into our main topic because okay, well, I don't think we agree on what the main topic is. I mean, we could go back and look at the text messages if you want. It's seemed pretty clear to me <laughs> okay so here's here's what happened L- uh, just a little peek behind the scenes okay birds of prey came out comes out today yeah um so colin and i originally got together earlier and recorded an episode on bird ships mm-hmm. great episode you'll never hear it because my computer was destroyed <laughs> <laughs> moments after yeah. recording patrick uh I believe put it in a backpack with an open water bottle yeah oh wow <laughs> yeah and it was in there for like I don't know, maybe 30 seconds before I, w- before I was like, oh shit, this thing's full of water, mm-hmm. and now the computer's broken forever, and <laughs> that episode is lost to the ages. So I, th- I said, Colin, why don't we just do the other half of Birds of Prey, and instead of doing bird ships, we'll do prey ships. Right. And Colin was like, what is that even? Uh, and I was like, I don't know, like things that, like hunters, or things that are hunted, or you can go like homophonic on it and do... Uh, like something that has to do with prayer, prey mm-hmm. ships. See, that's where my mind immediately went was to the um, the praying ship. Um, yes. And then when you said, oh, it's like, you know, pray, I was like, oh, right. <laughs> so then you said... Uh, did, so you 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 have a you have a homonym ship. I have a homonym ship. I would love to hear your homonym ship. Okay, are you familiar? <laughs> are you familiar yeah. with uh, the homonym sloth? Uh, like bi- biblically, you know, it's like a deadly sin, and you know, means to be lazy. Sure, sure. Uh, so why? Why? How is that a? How is that a homonym? Well, I think yeah. If I'm doing homonyms right, it's yeah. also an animal. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. there's there's two. There's a third. There's third. From Goonies. Yes, it is the character from the Goonies. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you shipping sloth from Goonies with another sloth? No, I'm shipping sloth from Goonies 
with another homonym character. All right. Are you ready for this? All right. I love it. I love it. So is this... Uh, well, I, I would like to hear. Yeah, go. Lay it okay. out for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you remember... He was a very popular character or, I guess, like, um, public figure that was... Um, <laughs> nearly. Um, it was... He, uh, he was super big... In the National Enquirer in the '90s, um, which was one of my like greatest childhood joys. I don't know if you ever read the National Enquirer. Yeah, I mean, I yes, yes, I, I I was fascinated by it as a kid. Yeah, it's a it's a tabloid with fantastic supernatural stories. A lot of like Bigfoot is wed, six hundred pound woman has twenty three babies, things like you know made up shit. Right, right, just patently, obviously made up shit. Is there a like uh you know like the onion has uh like click hole for mm-hmm. like Just sort of like clickbaity stuff um and uh uh another thing that's like a a take on what the onion does do they have like a like a national enquirer like version that's just like making up crazy shit. I don't know. I haven't touched base with a national enquirer in a long time yeah. and I don't know what they're up to, what they've been up to in the last 20 years probably um i had one year for christmas when i was in grade school uh my mom got me a like two inch thick hardcover collection of national Enquirer hell stories. Yeah. hell yeah oh man i loved that thing colin are we shipping bat boy we're shipping bat boy because <laughs> bat's an animal but it's also a baseball thing that's another okay all right. all right and bat boy specifically is like a thing in baseball, and is also this uh, this creature who, exactly. oh, yes, who is a bat different bat boy. boy is yeah. also a hominin yeah. itself, not just the bat part. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm down. This is good. Yeah. Um, does it bother you at all that Bat Boy is a boy and not a man? I think Bat Boy is a boy in the sense that he is the size and shape of a child <laughs> in the torso and head. But I think Bat Boy is. I've always imagined Bat Boy to be kind of ageless. Mm, and okay, maybe that's sure. because over the course of like, you know, from kindergarten to, you know, ninth yeah. grade, I was reading about Bath Boy Bat Boy. Bath Boy. <laughs> Bath Boy. <laughs> like that's that's like how they tease each other, like, it's time for Bath Boy. Oh my god, he's like <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I guess the the other problem is like what is uh sloth is sloth's like age and emotional maturity also boyish <laughs> also boyish <laughs> they have a boyish affair they do have a boyish affair okay so who rescues uh who in this scenario well as the bumper as sticker the says bumper... <laughs> as the bumper sticker says right indeed who rescued who um well pause I... pause pause yeah well so we know bat boy um lives uh in caves and dank spaces things of that nature right well i i guess maybe i need a refresher on like what bat boy's story is okay. he, he just lives and lurks in a cave he's I, not like a child that was born to human parents well so here's the um Gun i can give you the blow by blow yeah uh, as far as i remember it please um so bat boy first appears in the national Enquirer when he's discovered in a cage Scientists believe him. Cage to, or cave? I'm sorry, cave. Okay. Um, discovered in a cave. Um, believe that the scientists believe he's half bat, half boy. Okay. Maybe some sort of human bat hybrid, but there's really no explanation ever 
scientifically, you know, concluded. Right. It's it's kind of one of those great mysteries. But before you get bogged down in all of those details, all of a sudden Bat Boy is getting into adventure. Oh! <laughs> so now every week it's mm-hmm. Bat Boy does this, Bat Boy does that. Bat Boy um appears on Rosie O'Donnell show. Um I remember after shooting Koosh balls into the audience. Yeah, exactly. Um I remember after 9-11, Bat Boy went to Afghanistan to hunt for Osama Bin Laden. That's, that's good. Did he enlist or did he go over there on his own? I think he went over there on his own. He uh, was a rogue maverick. I don't. That's not good. I mean, well, he's I mean, a Bat Boy. What has our society ever really done for him? Great point. Um, so after he captures Osama Bin Laden, um, that whole SEAL Team 6 thing was a hoax. Bat Boy got him uh, back in 2002. Right. <laughs> More like Bat Team One. Ooh. <laughs> uh, oh, and for those of you who don't know, he's this like gray little boy figure with bat wings for arms, and he's got little tiny teeth and like huge, huge black eyes. Yeah, yeah. Huge golem like eyes. Um, he's adorable. I love him. <laughs> if anyone wants to send me a Bat Boy t shirt, hmm. let me know. <laughs> I just thought of you that. You can send us an email at shibbledipshow at gmail.com. <laughs> accepting bat boy t-shirts that's right um so so how, how do they how do they get together does bat boy become one of the goonies I think and go is, on their adventure with I think them this is a post goonies world i think okay. the cruel reality of it is chunk and sloth though they love each other uh i don't think chunk's mom is gonna go through with adopting sloth i think she's gonna yeah She's going to be like, no, he's an adult. We have to like call social services. We have to get him into some programs and stuff like that. And, well, and, and also, like Chunk and Sloth have a connection at that specific time in Chunk's life. Right. Chunk is like, he's going to grow up in like... Yeah. He's going to want to go to community college yeah. one day. Yeah, exactly. He's going to go to community college. He's going to drive a car. Mm-hmm. Like He's going to date girls. Like His life is going to change from where it is right now. He's probably right. going to lose some weight. Yeah. <laughs> or, not. or not i just feel great about his body either way like he'll get to a point where people aren't making fun of him for his body either that's at the same size or he's gonna get in shape like either way <laughs> he's not going to be defined by like do the truffle shuffle right 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 um, so he's not gonna need sloth in his life anymore which is so sad and cruel to sloth totally because sloth sloth will still need love. yes yes everyone needs love yes. Sloth is no exception to that um but I imagine Sloth's like, okay, I mean, what's the world I know? I could go back into that dank, scary pirate cave and oh. live there for a while. I know. Oh, yeah. sad. <laughs> it is sad. But he goes up onto his like favorite ledge, uh-huh. and he's you know moving some rocks around and pushing some dirt, making a little bed for himself. There aren't pirate ships in there anymore, right? There's, there was only one, and, and it, it sailed just, away. It sailed away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All on its own? Yeah, it was uh, it was a booby trap. All right, set up by uh, what's his near name? Coin one-eyed, beard, one eyed Jack, one eyed Jack. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> yes, it is. It's not coin beard, <laughs> but he did have coins for a beard, right? I think I remember so many coins. <laughs> okay, okay. So he's he's uh, he's setting up like a, a cave to live in in mm-hmm. uh, in that Goonies cave, mm-hmm. and then he's all like, "Oh, sloth, sloth, sad, sloth, miss Chong." Yeah, and then all of a sudden these. Oh. These two giant eyes open in the back of the cage. And you see these tiny little needle teeth go, ah! And they lock eyes. And, he goes, and Sloth is probably freaking out, Sloth right? Sloth is totally freaking ah! out. 
exactly like right. that. That's he's scary. Upset. He gets he's like powdered on stuff, and then they sort of <laughs> stop screeching and yelling, which is hard because that's probably part of how uh, Bat Boy sees right. Uh, he's yeah, got like a location. He, he was just identifying <laughs> what right. was in the cave. With that's him. right. It was a total misunderstanding. Uh-huh. Um, but after they calm down and they have sort of a they they have a bit of a heart to heart, you know, and right. the rudimentary languages that they can speak. But I feel like they can understand each other on an emotional level. Yeah, because of their limited, um, say, vocabulary, uh, they're able to cut through that and get right to. A, a soul, a soul conversation. That's sweet. That's a sweet. mind meld, if you will. Yeah. And Sloth wraps his big meaty arms around Bat Boy's tiny little body, and Bat Boy drapes Sloth's massive shoulders and his leathery wings. I don't know. As you describe it, I hate it. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> at last. My love's come around. <laughs> um, and then I live. imagine it devolves into that a lot. That Bat Boy mm-hmm. starts to screech so he can see in the dark, mm-hmm. and uh, Sloth ends up shouting. Yeah, but and I think if um, you know Bat Boy were to continue his like uh, TV appearance slash uh, political vigilante slash uh, sort of crime fighter career sure he continues his work as a modern patriot yeah whatever the <laughs> hell bad boy is up to um sloth is ride or die we know that totally yeah. loves an adventure mm-hmm. and fucking muscle man bad boy is screechy and scratchy and can fly which is useful in a fight yeah but sometimes you just need a bruiser yeah totally and boom perfect and that's, team. that's what sloth is that's good colin look I'll admit I didn't totally understand what you were doing with homonym ships. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I, I ship this character named Jerry with this character named Jerry. Oh, that would have been a fun angle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know. I had no idea which way you were going. <laughs> um, would you like to hear my prey ships? I would love to hear your prey ships. <laughs> okay, so for- Wait, you don't have any homonym ships. I don't have any homonym ships. No, you said in the text. I what? <laughs> That we could do homonym ships. Uh, I didn't think we were being serious. That's that's quite all right, and I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, no, hit me with some prey ships. Okay, and I'm curious to find out which uh, homonym you went with. Uh, so, homophone, first of all, because they're just words that sound the same. Oh, and, uh, spelled aren't, different. Aren't they are spelled different. Okay, thank you. Um, so, uh, I, I, did, I did two. I did okay. one, one that's prey, like, eat it. Like mm-hmm. like eating something, like eat prey, <laughs> like eat prey, love. love. <laughs> so, but but specifically, I'm taking like the birds of prey part of prey. Okay. Um. So, uh, you know what 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 word means bird of prey? It's raptor. It absolutely it absolutely is, is raptor. raptor. <laughs> More like a big turkey, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you want to scare the kid, you could pull the gun on him. <laughs> um. Okay. So I am shipping two different velociraptors. Okay. Um, the first Velociraptor is named Anchovy. He's from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Aww. He is time-displaced, picked up by Bebop and Rocksteady as they were uh, like 
tumbling through time oh my uh, god during bebop and rocksteady destroy everything uh-huh they uh very nearly unmake all of existence um <laughs> because <laughs> because they're bebop and rocksteady right well, what the hell else would they do yeah they have, i love that um this was a comic series yeah um was this in the last uh hundred issues uh, y- uh yeah it, it took place there during that yeah okay. so uh, it's uh dustin weaver and ben bates um, that sounds um, awesome i want to read that so bad because you know when they're traveling through time and fucking shit up, they have no control over anything. It's just they they barely have a concept that what they're doing is remarkable, right? Like <laughs> they're traveling through time and they're just like, oh, what are all these dinosaurs doing here? Like they're so <laughs> start punching dumb. stuff. Yeah, and they do. And so they amazing. They recruit this little dinosaur um, that like travels with them, and it, it's it is like a small like a baby velociraptor okay. when, when they meet him. So they get to, like to uh, they get it to imprint on them. Yes. Okay. So like they they they're at the beginning of Destroy Everything, they've been kicked out of the Foot Clan and they're looking for to join a new gang. Okay. Right? Um oh, and of hilarious. course no one will take them because they're horrible, huge <laughs> bruisers that just like m- accidentally murder everything they come in contact with. Um and the this little dinosaur like imprints on them and travels with them throughout mm-hmm. time uh because it can take, you know, the kind of chaos that they dish out. Um but then like <clears throat> They lose it in in the present for a little while, and Anchovy is with um, the Ninja Turtles for a little bit, um, and then back with Bebop and Rocksteady gets abandoned in the prehistoric era again for a little bit, grows up, gets exposed to some mutagen, but is still like dinosaur-y. Right? It like, gets exposed back in the uh, in, in the, the present. Pre- oh, in the present. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Bebop and Rocksteady do a lot of time travel. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. And no one's happy about it. <laughs> but so this uh, a- a- anchovy mm-hmm. will uh, be, you know, like st- stumbling through various like time portals, whatever. Um, maybe trying to get away from Bebop and Rocksteady when he re- finally realizes that they're no good for him. Okay, uh, and then he's going to get picked up by some scientists oh. in lab coats. Interesting lab coats that say Ingen, <gasps> and they're going to throw poor anchovy into a a, a raptor exhibit. Oh my god, that's so cruel. Uh, it's so in- cruel, but finally, after however long he's been traveling through time, mm-hmm. he's reunited in the present with Velociraptors. I ship Anchovy with Blue from Jurassic World. <laughs> because this is another so he's okay, Anchovy's like slightly mutated, right? right. Just like just ever so slightly. He can understands like, a human raptor relationship. Absolutely. And he can see that like Oh, Blue has this relationship with Owen. Mm-hmm. Is that the character's name? It sure yes. is. <laughs> um, and he can be like, "Oh, hey, y- y- you're a dinosaur like me, but also like me, you understand a little bit more than the rest of these dinosaurs, right?" Um, and then they can, you know, Anchovy can like, you know, run with them and like help them coordinate. You know, mm-hmm. like when they're uh, running around with Chris Pratt on a motorcycle, <laughs> <laughs> that they can like work together to like actually. Uh, you know, like take down whatever dinosaur they're fighting, or right. I don't, what does Chris Pratt fight in the uh, Jurassic World movies? The fucking um, uh, the the Indominus Rex. Indominus Indominus Rex. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. It's a hybrid. They made a new dinosaur, right? And then it gets out, and they have to fight it with raptors and a T Rex. They have to fight it with the T Rex from the first movie. Mm-hmm. I hate the way that movie ends. Ah. <sighs> Where did you land on the the second one? Lost. I, did, I didn't see the second one. Oh, you didn't? Uh-uh. I thought it was so much better. Really? I liked it. It's a huge break from format, which I think the franchise mm. needed desperately. 
Yeah, I yeah. mean, I I would agree with that because every every one of those movies is the same. Sure, I mean, in the same in format of like, yeah, 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 yeah. go to the island, think the characters are in control, realize the characters aren't in control. Exactly. Dinosaurs. <laughs> exactly. So even just change of setting, they just you know they destroy the island in the first act. Yeah. Um, and then there's dinosaur fights in a mansion after that, which is so much more fun. Oh, that's pretty good. Honestly, man, I think in you would a like mansion? it. Yeah, maybe I, I would, liked it. Maybe I would like that. It's, you know, it's silly and it's not, it doesn't have the magic of, you know, the brontosaurus rising its head and Sam Neill seeing it for the first time. Like, right, but we've but already, of, we've seen that. And, and none of them have no. since have had that magic. So right. like for what they are now, I think that's the best. It might be my favorite sequel, actually. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting, but I do love your ship. I Thank you. um, I like it. Uh, I don't. Oh, you don't believe in spoilers? Yeah, I don't. I don't so believe I in spoilers. Tell you. Okay, yeah. so at the end, uh, what what is the second Jurassic World called? Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. At the end of Fallen Kingdom, dinosaurs are out. They're free. Like there's no more like okay. humans wrangling dinosaurs into this place and moving them to that place and sure. selling them on the black market. Or They're wild animals. They are now out in the world, wild animals, cool, cool. and the ecosystems and food chains will have to adjust to that. Yes. Because... Uh, People inclusive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's it. So I really like this ship with the way that movie ends because now Blue and Anchovy... Get to fucking be, man. They get to yeah. live in the fucking jungle, the city. They can go to the beach. They oh, can that's do whatever great. the fuck they want. Uh, I am so following their joint Instagram account. <laughs> it's surprisingly, it's mostly pictures of their dog. <laughs> um, so don't follow that, if you don't like dog ships. Arr, arr, arr. That was a raptor noise. <laughs> oh, okay. I couldn't tell if that was the dog. No, or... I realized that I didn't. Arr, arr. That's me trying to do the raptor noise. It's it's hard. It's hard. It's very hard. You need to have that like hollowed out raptor skull. Like yeah, uh, like Grant uses in Jurassic Park three. And then I have I have the other um, homonym, no homophone, Uh uh, prey ship. Okay, which is of course got to be from Keeping the Faith. Oh, keeping the faith. Keeping the faith. How how does that one hold up? I loved that when I was a kid. I haven't rewatched it. um, Okay. And, uh, you know, the movie was made 20 years ago, so it's entirely possible that it does not hold up. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Ed Norton Mm -hmm. and uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller and Jenna Elfman. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if if you're not familiar with the movie, um, Ben Stiller plays Rabbi Jake Schramm and uh, Ed Norton plays Father Brian Finn. Um, and, uh, their like childhood friend, Anna, um, like the three of them all grew up together and then she moved away and became like a powerful businesswoman. Mm-hmm. And then they both become like leaders in their religious organizations. Uh, you know, Stiller is a, a rabbi and, uh, Norton is a priest mm-hmm. and they're buddies. And it's like the setup to every joke of like these two guys walk in and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but they're like, they're good friends and they both seem like cool versions of you you know what i mean yes i hate to say versions like they yes they're the cool religious figures (laughs) that are like um you don't realize how weird it is that the youth pastor is hanging out with all those teenagers in the basement all night right until you're no longer in the basement you know what i mean i firmly believe that edward norton's character is not a pedophile i believe this yeah, man. I mean, I know you. You're from Wisconsin, so mm-hmm. I'm guessing you're probably a Lutheran. 
Um, no Catholic. Oh, Catholic. Okay, same yeah. difference. Same difference. You had a youth. You had no. a youth father. No, no, no. Do no, they no, not no. have youth fathers in the Catholic? No, church? definitely not. Oh, okay. all of my confirmation. They're all, they're all youth fathers. <laughs> they're all youth. Oh. <laughs> but look, okay. So okay. then uh, uh, Anna moves back um, to town. Mm-hmm. Are they in New York? Uh, where New are York? They? Yeah, yeah, the New York is like a, a character. It's like the fourth character. <laughs> And uh, so she comes back to town and they both realize that they have feelings for her, uh, which like a love triangle, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but B uh, love rectangle. God's God. in there. <laughs> yep. And Norton's also married to the Lord. He is. He's not supposed to. And like the movie ends with him just being like, yeah, I just had to like tap out of this because yeah. it like, goes against my faith, which is tough and like. But here's the thing. Is yeah. it, also, I don't think they address it in the movie, but Ben Stiller can't marry a non-Jewish woman as a rabbi. They're very strict about that oh, shit. I, I mean, they're, they're strict about it culturally. I don't know if they're uh, strict about it scripturally, right? Like, it's just, it's like allowed, but like looked down on. And that's part of the movie. Like, his oh, okay. his mom is like, you can't, uh, like, that. that's another, like, engine of drama in there. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. Okay. But I love uh, the ship all three ways. I would uh, love it if they all three of them got together and then like regretted it the next morning. Yeah. Like I just it's like so E two mama kind of thing. Yes, like yes! that scene where Ben Stiller and Ed Norton wake up shirtless in bed together. Like, yes, oh. which shouldn't be that weird because they were just you know moments ago masturbating together on adjacent uh, diving boards. So like. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta break the seal you gotta break the seal one day. That's <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I always say. Um the point is uh I like ev- every every permutation of that ship, I would like to see uh Norton's character with uh Jen Elfman's character. I'd like to see uh uh Norton with Stiller, Stiller with Elfman. Like I think it's all perfect. Are you satisfied with the way the movie did it with uh Stiller and Elfman ending up together and Norton as like the sidekick kind of like it was when they were kids? <laughs> Just sort of continuing their childhood into adulthood? I mean I, I accept it uh just because it's like part of what like Norton has accepted about like his reality and his faith that he mm-hmm. can't be with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um you know that's something that i think is bullshit about uh catholicism mm-hmm. like let your priests marry and maybe they won't be uh m- molesting young boys <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe this is a maybe this i don't is, know i feel like, like a halfway they, solution <laughs> yeah i feel like one, one thing doesn't necessarily lead to the other but can't hurt <laughs> it could it could hurt it because could, then it if, could hurt because then if they're all married they could have kids uh, um, but but the point is the the movie and the character both buy into it yeah. like in in a way that seems meaningful to him. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, and I I'm, remember it being a thing where like the character sort of had to discover like uh, that crisis of faith. Like he was talking to his mentor, Ed Norton was talking to his mentor. He's yeah. like, yeah, dude, this is like wholly unnatural. You're gonna have this crisis of faith more than once in your life oh yeah that's right he has a conversation with the mentor and the mentor is like i fell in love once in you know 1970 whatever Mm -hmm. and then again in 1970 whatever and then again in 1980 whatever and then again in so like it's uh yeah i did i did like that um that scene and i like that journey for the characters man what a cute movie i love it so much (laughs) it's a cute movie gosh no way to know if it holds up though no I'm, i'm not watching it again Hey, Colin, two relationships. 
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.